0: You show up. You just show up. Why are you here? Because it's time. Not by my clock. Time.
1: Where have you been for the last 25 years? I went by the old neighborhood last summer. And found out where we were. You keep sending your cards. I learned your wife had died. Look, if it's money you want... No.
0: I'm not here for money. I work for a living. I pay my way. I always have. I'm here because I want to spend Christmas with you. You haven't earned the right.
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night, your home and resource for Made for TV Movies uh it is mid-december we are very much so so much so close to christmas mark andrew did you see santa claus at the grove uh yes and i went and i got uh i they, they were put in the bubble machine out there mm-hmm. and then i went to nordstrom's yeah and then i saw the big christmas tree and i stood outside uh taping of extra with mario lopez and i wrote oh, well the you train. got to. Yes. Went to the Marmalade Cafe. Then I went to the American Girl store. Obviously. Oh, oh, did you have lunch? Time. Did you have lunch with your doll? I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> she made a friend. I um, I got stood up and Ooh. they by kept bringing your American were, Girl doll. <laughs> yeah, I got stood up by my American Girl doll and the, the waiter was like, sir, I can't bring you any more mimosas until another person comes. And I was like, she's
0: on her way
1: just just leave the little high chair here yeah um and then i started crying and then i was like oh man i better stop crying or else they're gonna kick me out soon and then i looked at every other table and it was also single dudes single dudes just weeping into just a, weeping in front of an empty doll doll chair except for me i was like king of the castle i had yeah. all my friends there uh kit Kitridge. Uh, <laughs> the, the 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 other the, ones, yeah, and the rest, <laughs> the like w- the World War II one that's like all about like s- signing up for, for 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 the like donating blood, and you're like, this is really specific. I don't know. Oh, the kids she just are gonna be she into just this. she wanted to kill her brother. She was like, she heard this was a war of brothers against brothers. She was like, <laughs> was like yeah, she wants someone to stab that motherfucker. Then Donny. Uh Mark, how are you? How's your Christmas going? Did you get the thing I sent you? I did. I opened it. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you very much. Yes. Uh, haven't gotten a chance to use it yet. <laughs> but I think that <laughs> I like how you just just generically put this in as, as when it when it arrives, well yeah. it'll all make sense. Uh, but I was excited and I was surprised. Oh, <laughs> but I also had the feeling that you listened. At some hmm. point, yeah, oh, that's since we've known each other. That's right. That's that's right. You've been you've always said that you either wanted to see this or use or it or experience eat it, it <laughs> I or... Something like
0: that. uh,
1: perhaps give it to somebody else. Uh, and it was so big, but you were surprised at how small it was at the same right. time. <laughs> the, the size was surprising, <laughs> be it largeness or width. But I was surprised and it was and you just it just brought a, brought a smile to your heart. Yes. well that's good I'm, I'm glad I'm glad it worked out for you uh I sent out my Christmas cards the other day. did you I did uh they all came back all returned to sender from everybody that's just... right it's, it's it's about the fifth time this year and I should really stop putting my address as the main address <laughs> uh, I always forget which one goes where. Or I just put Santa on them. Santa will figure it out. Yeah, he know he knows. He knows. He knows what they're where they're supposed to go. Uh no, I it's been it's been a very even though this isn't like a normal Christmas, like it doesn't feel like we are a week and a half away from Christmas at this point. Uh, uh yeah, exactly. Uh yeah. it also feels like everything is just moving along very quickly to the point where I'm just like, oh shit, Christmas is next week. Yeah. And you're, you're looking at the clock and you're like, wait, I have to, I have to go, um, cast my electoral vote. What day today? Oh no. Oh no. I, uh, also, got this... uh, Bernie, let's go with Bernie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who's whoever, whoever the loudest one is just go with them. Yeah. Uh, I also, uh, got in the mail the other day, uh, uh, uh jury duty notice. Oh, are you going to do that? <laughs> You're well, the they, only one that's responding to these things. That's right. Uh, Didn't they, the governor tell you not to go outside? And you're he, like, eh. he, did, he did. The governor it might get to tell someone that they're going to get the chair. Then uh, <laughs> I think it's worth it. The governor of California is like, don't go, don't, don't go outside. It's a stay at home order. Uh, it's for the week of the 21st. But a little letter also came with the notice that was like, COVID concerns are not a valid excuse to skip jury duty.
0: Jesus. So
1: it's like, all right. If I, yeah, if I'm going to die again, I, I want, I'm going to take someone with me. I'm making sure someone gets the chair. Um, you're not just going to go and cough just constantly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I could do that. Refuse to wear a mask. Wear, just no, wear a hockey mask. Be like, Wh- what? What? It's, I'm what? wearing a mask. You said you should wear a mask. It's covered it says, in my face. Wear a mask. This is it a is mask. Face. It's in the word. It says right there, Mask catcher's mask. <laughs> bars. Uh you know it's the man in the iron mask is it's uh, Oh, all right. I can't speak. They have to unlock it for me to say uh I do have some uh predisposition predisposition opinions <laughs> about uh police officers. Yeah. They're good guys. That's my predisposition. Yeah, they they know what they're doing. Uh Every guy that I went to high school with that became a cop was a good dude. So I wouldn't be concerned at all. <laughs> uh, they're doing good things. And I, yeah, this is, I just, I'm really excited to, 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 uh, what is this case about? Tax evasion. No, I just want to talk about cops some more. Well, Mark, uh, let's, well, I don't s- want to pay taxes either. So I say <laughs> let them walk. <laughs> Also, I am uh I also feel don't I'm not necessarily bound by the laws of man. I mean, I can judge them, but I, me personally I'm not bound by any any of this court or any uh, other as a court in the land. Citizen, uh <laughs> I have a personal right to all things. Uh yeah. So if I'm just gonna start stealing from people's purses while this uh case is going on, if that's okay. Liberating uh, person. It it, it, but... it is okay because I'm doing it. I'm I am right. my own man. Uh, so which seat am I? Jira six, Jira seven? Which one do you want me in? Oh, now I'm, oh, I'm the lawyer. Okay. Well, all right. What a topsy-turvy world this has become. Well, Mark, let's stop avoiding this one. Uh, we were talking about television movie night. It's made for TV movies here in the month of December. We're talking about Christmas movies again. And we got a chalk block full of rock around the Christmas tree. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, We've got a solid rock block. Yeah. To, 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 to get the let out. Get um, the, it's get the... time to let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Yeah. And uh, let us know, let us know, let us know. Yes. What we think of this movie. Yes. Uh, we That's will good. Keep d- that in. Keep it. We will keep it naughty or nice. Uh, the Elf on the Shelf. Mm-hmm. has seen um yep. um uh, hang on okay the elf on the shelf falls mainly in the plane yes that's it okay mark we watched uh this week we watched a, a milf and a dilf a milf and a dilf uh that's good that's let me just go ahead and jot that down really quick uh we just we put them there also on the tree. It's first yeah. one, first one to find them gets a present. I don't know if it's necessarily when you want, but, but it's yeah, there. It will be a surprise, and you will have it this time around. We watched a movie entitled "The Christmas, Christmas. Hobo," and we are going to talk about it at length. in A segment I like to call "Well, What Do You Know." Mark, what do you know about hobos? Uh, Andrew, they're the last true American, uh, they're free, they wander the, the railways of these fine United States, uh, collecting stories, sharing tall tales. Um, being chased by dogs mm-hmm. and stealing pies out of windowsills. Yes. Well, they're they're first they're carried there by the scent of the pie. Yes. To then steal the pie the from pie the windowsill. From the windowsill. They cut they, beans. Um, they cut beans like turkeys. If they have to, yeah. They but prove- they will also eat a whole can of beans. The way they heat it is by holding a whole can of beans in like right by a fire. Yes. And then they always leave the lid up yeah. instead of just tearing that off because you would think you're running the risk of like cutting your face. No, it's it's beans are the lid on it. They're, they're too uh aromatic. They, they they how can you resist? You can't take <laughs> that half second to tear the thing off. You just want to just spoon them beans. Just think about them beans. Roll that beautiful yeah. bean footage. They put boots in big stew pots. Uh yes. And, uh, they, um, they have their own written code. Yes. You know that. Nice. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, you know, mean dog. Yeah. Police uh, officers. Tell a, tell a sad story. You'll get a pie. Yes. That type of stuff. They're, they're grifters, but they, they're, they're, they're handy. lovable. Dirty they're ho-bos. lovable. They're lovable scamps. Yes. Tramps. They just they move from town to town looking for work, but they they don't they're not nailed down by anything They're They have the spirit of uh, uh, of just constantly wanting to move. Yeah. Free. They're not tethered down to a a location, a property, a family. The only family is the the other people that live with them in the boxcars. Right. They cover themselves up with newspapers. I I don't know. Again, the beans always the beans. Now, there is a distinction, though. Which this movie I feel like does make apparent between being a hobo and being homeless.
0: Yes, uh
1: hobo, by their definition, is like a romantic man of or man of the, the west, like yes, it's like they uh, travel it's like manifest destiny. It's 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 just they're they are just freely moving from job to job, seeing the country the way that they can not tethered down by, like, uh, th- you know, b- family, family, or houses, or a things. bank account. They just live with whatever's on their back, and they're perfectly fine with it. Yes. That's, that's, this movie makes it very apparent that that is what we're talking about, as opposed to the sad version of it, which is, <laughs> which is uh, like, a, being unhoused in America. A homeless person in the park who has, like, mental health issues and substance abuse issues and just can't get a leg up because there's where we live in America, which is how are they supposed to get a job? Everybody hates the them world. automatically because yes. they don't have a job. Yes. Uh, so we're talking about the fun version of that. Yeah, we're talking about the Emma Kelly. We're yes. talking about a bindle stick. We're talking about guys riding the rails. We're talking about King of the Road, the Roger Miller song. Yes, by means, by no means. Trailers King of the Road. for sale or rent etc cetera, etc cetera. all right christmas hobo this debuted on december 6th 1987 on cbs directed by will mckenzie who is a television director directed episodes of moonlighting family ties scrubs everybody loves raymond and wow. most importantly several 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 episodes of married with children reba he did a oh. he, he did Reba's everybody. He's he's he did. He did, did he Reba's. also do uh Malibu? Malibu County? No. Said he was like not enough. This is not, not, enough, enough, for Reba. Reba. not, not enough Reba. Not enough Reba. This is a story uh by story credit by Joe Byrne, who is a producer on The Outsiders. Oh dot 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 the TV version. Oh. <laughs> and Jeb Jeb Rosebrook. Yep who is a writer for Disney's The Black Hole the uh the 1980s the, film the movie yes uh several episodes of the Waltons and he also wrote the uh Miracle on 34th Street which one 1973 television version starring oh. Sebastian Cabot who played Mr. French on Family Affair Jesus <laughs> This starred Bernard Hughes, who you might know from uh, The Lost Boys. Yes. Tron. Uh, Very briefly, yeah. And I feel like most people our age probably would recognize him as the one of the head priests at the Catholic school in Sister Act 2. Back in the Habit, yes. Correct. Uh, Not to be confused with... Sister Act 3, which is just recently Did they announce announced. the title? They have not announced the title. Do you have a pitch? I've got, do I have a pitch? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, Nunderworld. Because <laughs> in my version, they go to hell. <laughs> they go to hell. <laughs> um, it's like that unwritten Ghostbusters sequel yeah. where they go to hell. Yeah. Call it Nunderworld. Nunderworld. Um, mass Hysteria. That's good. It's good. Weapons of Mass Destruction. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Uh, and uh, okay. Chinese democracy. Just Ooh, I'm, a, I'm a guns and oh, roses. All right, that's fine. Oh. Everyone gets a free Dr. Pepper when that came out. Uh, this also stars Gerald McRaney, who you might yes. know from Simon, Simon and, and Simon. Simon. House of Cards, This Is Us. And as we stated last week, most importantly, Major Dan. Dad. Also starring Wendy Crewson whose biggest claim to fame is Air Force One. Air Force One, yes. <laughs> I didn't want to put such a fine point on it, but she is Harrison Ford's wife in Air Force One. Mark, before we jump in, uh, what did you think of the Christmas hobo... Get off right? my wife. Oh, Mark. <laughs> is that is that the scene that's missing from the Christmas wife? Is... <laughs> Harrison Ford busting in at the end and kicking saying, down, kicking off. down the door and yelling at Jason Robards to get, get off my wife. Get off my wife! That's my wife, you horse's, horses ass. ass. Um, Andrew, quick, quick side note: uh, Jared Cuth's story. Yes, Jer- uh, McRaney in Gerald this McRaney. Gerald McRaney. Yes, he's wearing a jacket with a uh, wool inside, wool like that kind of. You know, it looks like you got it. You're wearing a sheepskin. Yeah, it's and like a ca- rancher, like a, you know, like that, yes. that kind of thing. Yeah. And a cowboy hat. Yeah. This was his costume for Simon and Simon. <laughs> so I wonder if they were like, if they Gerald wanted- mcraney showed up dressed as like his character is a cop. So just dressed as a cop. And they were like, someone from CBS was like, no, no, that is when I said I want Gerald mcraney in this role, I meant cowboy oh. hat. I want Simon. Give me Simon. But not Simon. I want the other Simon. Yeah. Simon, not Simon. You're giving me Simon right now. What I don't, but I want, but I, want Simon. I want Simon. I see Simon, but I want Simon. Uh, yeah. I feel like this was like originally set in Texas and he was supposed to be a Texas Ranger. Maybe. Maybe. But They were like, they wanted it to look like it was snowing. Well, they changed what his like <laughs> profession is. Throughout the entire movie by being like, uh, he's a cop, but you know, he's also a woodworker, he's a woodworker but, um, used to be a steel worker. So I don't know all sorts of stuff, but he just loves carrying his gun. That's my favorite part. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let's jump in. Act one. We are introduced to a group of hobos on a train Loveable hobos on a train scamps. The lovable tramps that's heading westbound. We are introduced to chance who is played by Bernard Hughes, who says he wants to stop in salt Lake city for Christmas. Yes. I want to go where there's no, yeah. We all know that great song, big rock candy mountain. Yes. Uh, They mention there's a Lake of stew and one that has no whiskey or any other alcohol. (laughs) The dogs have rubber teeth. Yeah. And the There's cops plain, all have wooden legs, wooden legs. Yes. So this hobo is going where there is the most stringent alcohol laws in the country, in the country, probably in the the continent, to be quite honest. But uh, yes, yeah, so they have locked everything down, but they, you can eat the candy. It's it does, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what flows in streams down the rock ca- candy mountain, but uh, it's, it's I mean, a lake of stew does sound pretty delightful, actually. I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got Yeah. That's, I, that, yeah i could see would that. you fish in a lake of stew i mean i guess you could have fish stew i suppose yeah but you're gonna you know you gotta you gotta let it steep though you know it's like it's a good 12 hours it's got to sit you know so you get well that. you want to wait you want to let it rest overnight then the collagen breaks down then the next day when you reheat the lake of stew it's even better yeah everybody give knows this big old piece of crackly bread just to dip in there yeah. as well oh good uh, he's also writing with Cincinnati Herald, who's played by William Hickey. If you don't recognize that name, you definitely recognize that face. He's very, and that voice. Yes. He has a very he, notable character actor. I, I will know this man till the day that I die as, um, the guy that's running the pet store in my blue heaven. <laughs> Do you remember this? He's yes. the, he's the first, uh, former, A former gangster that Steve Martin's character meets. Mm -hmm. And then they decide that they're going to rip off the small community.
0: (laughs) Hilarious Uh, movie.
1: I feel like a lot of people, especially this time of year, would recognize him from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Sure. He is uh, the guy that sets Clark's tree on fire. Yeah. He is. uh, they, they, They want you to say Grace. Grace died years ago. The blessing. It's his, vo- his voice. His is voice is so distinct. Is just, he has he, a he, very his voice is like a cartoon character. But he also has just got this very like distinct look. He's a very like haggard old man. Yeah, he's got this sharp chin, sharp chin, and like like tobacco stained teeth, and just he's just a, just a very specific look. Yes. Well, he's playing Cincinnati Herald, and Cincinnati <laughs> says everybody. Everybody's named after Tom Waits characters. <laughs> Cincinnati says you don't he's like uh, uh, Chance says he wants to stop in Salt Lake because he wants to see his family. He yes. says it's been about 20 years. He feels like it's time. I should probably go back and see my, I my son. I guess Cincinnati says ah, forget I've, been, I've been meaning to feed the cats. We'll get we'll hair cuts. Forget your family. Uh, He says don't know. You should be a man of, of, of freedom. Yes, you are the king of the road. If you change, that means that there's a better way to live, which is bad for me because I don't want to think about that. Yeah, I'm running just the same as you, you dummy. You can't stop smoking. Then the man's got you. Yeah. Come on. We gotta Let's get... keep being rebels together, man. Come on, man. Just get a little tube, man. Just to get off, you know? <laughs>
0: Every, every, every month, six months, a, a new, a new train.
1: train on the big board. They also, it, yeah. <laughs> oh, it appears uh, we're delayed. We're delayed going out of Cucamonga. Yeah. <laughs> they also meet up with several other hobos in Salt Lake City uh, that they've met along their ways. They have weird names like Omaha and in Minneapolis. and uh, Whitfield Faraday. Kookabunga, Walla Walla, Washington, Chevy, Chase. The Cincinnati kid. Uh, chance says that he's gonna go to the local Y and wash up to meet his family, but the guy at the desk gives him some shit because he's a poor guy. But he's got a l, he's got money-ish. He's, he's got, got a, money. So this is my question. Yes. When he goes to the Y, yeah, I'm the right. guy behind the counter, we're talking about the YMCA. Ah. uh, the young men's Christian. Yeah. Academy? Is that what it stands for? Yes, the young man's Christian Academy. <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> he goes to the YMCA and uh the people in front of him, the like guy that's handing out the towels, he's like, Oh, Mrs. Jefferson, your spin class is on the third floor. Yeah, that's right. All right, bye. <laughs> Mr. Jefferson, <laughs> you're uh you're <laughs> learning how to drive a um a garbage truck class right. is in the parking lot. <laughs> All right. It's been years. I finally get to do it. And then a homeless guy shows an up. And, and then a homeless guy shows up and he's like, Well, using this for more or less what it was intended. Uh, we'll see about that. And then he dresses him down. So my thought was like, Oh, this is kind of about how like hoity-toity Salt Lake City can be. Uh, yes, I feel like there's a little bit of that, but I don't think that's intentional. I think it's just, I think it's also to show that like, chance isn't necessarily a derelict and he's not like completely, being uh, able to afford a shower at the YMCA, does right, but you, you can see, Frank. but he says like, I, I am still a person. I deserve yes. a little bit of dignity and I can also pay my way. I do have enough. I have a quarter to pay for a fucking towel. You dirtbag. Don't yeah. give me shit. I wasn't going to be mean. I wasn't going to I wasn't going to shit myself in here. But now that you made a big deal Man. about it, I'm gonna. So he goes off to get a get a shower. The guy there kind of gives him some shit. Yeah, he's in the shower. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gerald McRaney is introduced and he plays Charlie. who's a police officer. And uh, Charlie has an argument with his captain because he wants time off during christmas he says i've been working christmas well he's is- also i mean the 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 mayor is breathing down the captain's neck well, about barely exactly. taking days off he's like uh, i can't they got to close the big case how many how many yeah. how many red folders does he have on his desk he's got to move them along get them off yeah. get them off the books do whatever you got to do just put them in the boarded up uh, buildings out there in the middle of nowhere care. uh he says i want time off for christmas i haven't been home for christmas in I haven't been home on Christmas in like several years. Yes. Captain says, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, He says, ah, an officer like you, I'm so proud. I could bust concrete. (laughs) That's what the fat captain on the wire says. (laughs) Sure, Um, But he says, I don't know what to tell you. You'll be working Christmas, uh, but I'll be taking a two week vacation in the Bahamas. So (laughs) eat shit. Also, Gives him a big box of presents and a Santa costume and says, take these to the Children's Hospital. Yes. Meanwhile, Chance heads down to the police station after Gerald McRaney leaves and says, I'm looking for my son. His name is Charlie. Police Officer Charlie. Vote him up for me. I have a citizen's arrest to make. (laughs) Uh, But because Charlie's away, he just sits there quietly in the station, waits for him. Charlie, meanwhile, heads off. To uh the children's hospital and meets up with Lori, who is a
0: nurse Andrew, there. Yes. Do you
1: think they wrote, you know, he goes to hospital? Like girlfriend is a nurse, and they are like, No, make it a children's hospital. Come <laughs> on, orphans. Give me, give me sad, sick orphans. You, well, you gotta make you gotta have to give an excuse for somebody dressed like Santa. I mean that's they don't have Santa Claus running around a cr- at a regular at a, at a regular hospital? No hospitals on christmas seem like hospitals at regular like it seems like hospitals and casinos are probably the exact same thing that it's like (laughs) people show up and they're just like it's just another day they happen to look at the tv and it's like the parade's on and like that's that's all that's the only reason we know it's a different day charlie heads off to be in the emergency room everybody's got like like a santa hat on or green and yeah, red or like, like you know there's like a drunk guy but like he's got a he's his head is covered in a he's got like a snowman's head oh right okay. those carrots sticking out yeah okay like someone's someone's all wrapped up in uh christmas lights <laughs> uh yeah that's how they know it's christmas wouldn't they ask do you know do, it's christmas do they know it's christmas They're like yes this man tried to have sex with a snowman <laughs> i do know it's christmas Charlie is at the Children's Hospital, meets up with Lori, who is the love interest. They are an item, but yes. Lori a says. A and polite item. Very much so, because they're in Salt Lake City. Any, uh, any displays of affection in public, that is uh, like a $7,000 fine. Or Free something marriage, like yes. Well, you could be executed for that. <laughs> uh, are you sure it's not excommunicated? They're like No. Nope. <laughs> executed by the church which is weird <laughs> uh Lori says that she got a job offer this sounds familiar she got a job offer in san francisco and she's thinking about taking it uh do you mean in our personal lives because that does not sound familiar no this is what this is the the, the literal plot set up for the last movie we just watched oh that's right yeah uh Lori says she got a job offer for San Francisco, but she doesn't know if she wants to take it because she's like, "Well, you're here. We're technically dating, but uh, I don't see no ring on this fucking finger, if you." Know. Yeah. So, so shit, or get off the pot. That is what is happening. Uh, she also tries to convince him to dress up like Santa Claus, and Gerald McRaney says, no. "No." He also gets a phone call while he's there, and he's told that his dad is waiting for him back at the police station. Yeah. And he's like, "Fucking dad." the way he, there are times in this movie where Gerald McRaney can't seem to decide if this is a drama or a lighthearted family comedy (laughs) because his love interest is like, who's, who's waiting for you at the station? And he's like,
0: my father, (laughs)
1: like storms out. Well, also he just has a, he has a, anytime he gives a line, it's, it is like, gerald McRaney has like uncomfortable dad like energy th- that is his uh he is absolutely <laughs> on lock it's like he's there's a scene later where he is just whittling by himself and like if gerald <laughs> if if the cameras weren't around that's what he would be doing
0: yes, that's
1: what he was he's angry because he's like this is my lunch break <laughs> they brought these cameras in here and they lit everything what i i I'm fellas, just trying fellas. to make a wet bar over here. I just, Christ. I just want to make an armoire. Just leave me alone. <laughs> At the police station, uh, Charlie runs into Chance, and he says, "Okay, whatever you, whatever grift you're trying to pull here, not on my dime, fellas." Yeah. So he sends him along, and says, uh, "I'll take you back to the mission." In the car, Chance says he wants to meet the grandkids, but. Uh, Charlie says "Uncomfortable." No dad says you don't have the right. You're not. A, I didn't say I didn't ask for this. You will not know. All right. It was a pleasure talking to you. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you, father. He says, no, you've been you bounced out of you've our been lives. MIA and 20, I hate you for it fucking years ago. So eat shit. And he's you excited. became a hobo rather than be with your family. I had to be there when mom died. You son of a bitch. I hate you. But also I've. Uh, it's, it's it's pretty cool that you're a hobo like i'm kind of mad i didn't think of that myself uh you ever we should, um we should become hobos you ever think about that it's just a matter of time i feel like that's a young man's game we got to get into it we got to i think what are you talking about this hobo was like yeah, in his, He had, this was his second career but he's been riding the rails for he's a 20-year rail riding veteran yeah but he started after he had a kid yeah i guess that's true but they've had they had kids younger when they were back. That's true. Yeah, my I'm dad gonna, was a hobo by the age of eighteen. I'm not going to have one until I'm 55. A hobo? Yeah, that's yes. <laughs> I'm going to adopt one. <laughs> Get in here, you scamp! No, you don't wash with the hose out back. Oh, There's a shower on. inside, you dummy. He's got a big wash bin, big wash basin, and a, yeah, uh, would that have been a better movie, Andrew? Guy adopts hobo. <laughs> Probably. tells people that it's he he's been telling his wife that his dad is going to come home for Christmas yeah so now he's stuck in a situation so he goes to the train yard and he's like I'll hire you to be my dad <laughs> but he just gets a hobo and he's just like oh you got any beans there like, yeah we got f- all kinds of beans you'll have the finest beans that are <laughs> available my friend <laughs> sir oh. navy baked cannellini Whatever you can imagine. Oh my god. My, my <laughs> ship is finally coming in. Yeah, he's got a big bindle and he like sleeps uh, under the couch. <laughs> this is good. This is good. I can I can stop running from the cops for killing that woman with a hammer now. <laughs> now that I have a family, they'll vouch for me. Oh, oh no. <laughs> i was with you the whole time we were seeing <laughs> beans, right
0: right y-
1: yeah sure jennifer this is my father yes don't ask him any personal questions please <laughs> dad gets very forgetful when he started when he gets around beans <laughs> charlie uh goes home he drops right. his dad off at the mission he says hit the bricks old man yeah but- chance get, says there's only you do what you do best buzz off leave make like a tree and get the hell out of here chance says uh i only got so many christmases left he says Jesus. i i've heard he's... this one before he says Andrew. I...
0: <laughs>
1: every time you send every me a year, card, every year it's... this might be the last one mark <laughs> we don't know please send me another gift card to Chili's. All right. All right. Jesus. Maybe we'll be friends next year. Who (laughs) knows? Uh, Yeah. He says, this is, he's like not to lay a guilt trip on you, but I'm dying. (laughs) He says, there aren't too many Christmases left. Maybe it's time to bury the hatchet and goes back to the mission. Meanwhile, Gerald McRaney goes home and talks to his kids, Kathy and Bobby. 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 <laughs> Bobby and uh, these two give him nothing but Shit it's like here he is, he's a single father. Apparently, their mother died a couple years ago. Yes, that's uh, sad. It's so McRaney has also been, you know, doing his best to like shake down local business owners and driving out anybody that right. he considers to be disreputable. And th- yeah, the mo- local mobsters pay him to act as protection against other things, it's a whole yes. Thing. So, uh, but they give him a bunch of shit about Christmas. They're like, when are we getting our presents? When are we, we getting a like, tree? We want a Christmas tree. We don't want to eat beans anymore. And he's like, I just need, just, I just, I need, I need seven hours of silence as I Let work me. in the wood shop. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Only thing that I understand is whittling. That's it. That's I don't understand you. I don't understand you. I understand the smell of fine fresh-cut cedar. That's <laughs> it. Uh so he goes down to the wood shop to uh, you know, as we all as all our all us guys do, we just go down, we just whittle we just you know? whittle, that's our thing, silently whittle to ourselves. Lori shows up and she says, hey, what about that grandpa thing back at the hospital? Your yeah, at the hospital, you you, ang- you right before you punched a hole in the wall with your fist, you said that your father was in town? I was hoping I'd get to meet him. And he says, he's not here. He's never going to be here. He skipped out on us. I don't want to talk about it. Just I told those kids, I gave them 30 bucks and said, go see a movie. <laughs> They can't drive local movie theaters about uh, five, five hours away by uh, foot, but uh, they'll, they'll figure it out. I don't know. What year is this? 1987. All right. They'll probably see, uh, I don't know. Jedi. I think that was 83. <laughs> yeah. Jedi. Gremlins? I, don't I don't know. Now let me get back to whittling this armoire out of, out of one solid piece of wood. <laughs> Shh she says she has a conversation with him while he angrily whittles which sometimes this movie is just too real for me yes because she's like look man what are you doing and he just he doesn't answer her he just whittles 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 and we i think we've all been there yeah so uh yes he does this and she says look motherfucker i'm if you the San Francisco thing is looming. And do you realize I have decisions to make here too? And like, you're not making it easier for me. You're not making it easy on me that I have to talk to a brick wall. That's just going to whittle. She's like, boy, married bliss sounds wonderful. Yeah. This or San Francisco. Wow. Cool. So this inspires Charlie's like fucking kids, fucking girlfriend. (gasps) So Charlie goes to a, (laughs) Charlie goes to a cabinet and when he opens it, I was like, Yeah, there's booze in there. But no, (laughs) there's something even more disturbing. There's like mug shots of his father. They're not not mug shots, are they? No, they're pictures that he took in a photo booth. He He would take pictures. I thought this was so weird. Yeah. Grandpa Hobo would send postcards to his son. Yes. And he would go to photo booths and take pictures of himself and then send them to him yes why he's like i need you to know how i look as i live on the road and have abandoned you you know and then it's one thing to send a card or a postcard but it's another thing to be like here's my dumb mug you know just so he doesn't forget that he this is what he looks like i haven't seen him in 23 years Eh, oh well but uh, whatever this guilt trip from about every person in his lower orbit finally gets to Charlie and he's like, fuck it. So he goes to the mission or, you know, he goes to the train yard, picks up, finds chance, tracks him down and says, you got a day that you can hang out with the kids. That's right. it. Act they, two. Get back, they get back in his police interceptor. There's a, there's a, a man who's been handcuffed for days <laughs> and Charlie looks back there. He's like, I don't even remember what you were here for. (laughs) I just want some water. Yeah, you'll get some. Keep it down. (laughs) Bangs the bars with his nightstick. First, he wants a phone call. Now he wants a cup of water. What country does this guy think he lives in? You think the Constitution is here in Utah? (laughs) (laughs) Act 2. Back at the house. Uh Chance sleeps there overnight and the kids are like there's a there's a there's a there's a tramp upstairs in my bedroom. <laughs> there's a lovable hobo in my bedroom. He's doing a dance with potatoes. <laughs> uh Chance in the morning Gerald McRaney makes breakfast and he's like eat your slop. I have to go to work. Also there's a grandpa here or something. You got you got to hang out with him for the day. All right. Bye. <laughs> So Grandpa comes downstairs, and he's uh, he's like they pepper him with questions. They're like, "What's it like sleeping on a rat? Uh, <laughs> you ever uh, you ever kill a guy because he wouldn't stop crying and the railroad, railroad dogs were coming? <laughs> it wasn't a chicken.
0: <laughs> it wasn't a chicken.
1: Uh, yeah, they they ask him all sorts of. They ask him about the hobo life." Yeah, and he paints a really beautiful picture of it. That's right, he's, he's like, like it's like, the best. You guys, like, you guys want to come? You ever seen it? Your dad wanted to paint, mine. he'd it's probably a, be happier if you were gone. Your tiny little hands can get inside and unlock locks that are, uh, our, our our big hobo hands can't get to. Yeah, and uh, the finest pies are waiting. You just waiting <laughs> the, the windowsills of a thousand houses, uh, but chance takes bobby to hockey practice let me tell you about some of these uh housewives kids uh husband's away at work all day (laughs) lovable hobo shows up i think you know what happens they give you a pie oh yes (laughs) oh my (laughs) yes very much so (laughs) (laughs) like apple he's like yeah sure yeah usually it's apple uh they take bobby to hockey practice but uh kathy here has got grandpa's number coming up on one of my favorite moments of this movie i did enjoy this as well i know what you're gonna i know what you're gonna say uh kathy basically has chance's number and she's like all right so what the fuck where have you been this entire time chance says that well he used to be a traveling salesman uh back in the day And gets to right about where he's going to explain why he left his family and decided to start being a hobo and wear fingerless gloves and start smoking little cigars that are found at the end of uh, uh, like umbrellas or, uh, uh, you know, uh, pissing in coffee cans. Why he started, you know, fishing in a stream and only pulling up boots, (laughs) you know, all those classic things, you know, the things that he was really excited to do as a hobo. Uh, but he stops and kind of changes the subject. And the way they change the subject is they look over to Bobby. Who's like, Hey grandpa, grandpa, look over here. <laughs> grandpa, Look at me ice skating. And Bobby eats like the biggest open ice, <laughs> like check, like just, gets laid out. just, it's a, and it's not, it's not against the boards or anything like that. <laughs> no, that is this a, like is a, a f- that is, a, that is a, that is a five minute Penalty is what that yeah, is. Some creep is... just comes over and just s- s- drives him face first into the ice. Just his neck—you just see him, just just head like his forehead like bounces when it hits the ice. <laughs> and, they, and then we cut back to Graham. And they just—they all have a good laugh about it. But you want to cut to the reaction of just a puddle just start slowly creeping across the ice. <laughs> I think they like point at him, don't they? They're like. <laughs> Oh, like, oh Bobby! What a cut up and like you could you see them like dragging across the backboard from the from the uh the uh, the tunnel, yeah, they're like they gotta like, bring the mascot out to distract the crowd. Thank God those are baby teeth <laughs> they're not, oh um. no, uh, do you know what veneers are, Bobby <laughs> uh, the kids get grandpa to stay longer by basically conning Gerald mcraney and saying, well, he needs to help us pick out a Christmas tree. So this extends his stay of execution from leaving the house. Right. Uh, so they go to the Christmas tree lot, and uh, Chance decides to pick the most expensive, but also the nicest looking tree they have there at the lot. This, I thought, was a lovely scene. Because Gerald McRaney mentions that like, his father was a good salesman. Yes. And could talk people into anything. And then there's this fun little back and forth as Gerald McRaney's like, we're getting a spruce and his like, dad's nope, like they're pretty too much dry sap. they're pretty dry dry this year and he's like uh all right what about a douglas fir nope uh they, they they're uh yeah too much sap yeah. basically he has a response for everything and finally he's like fine fine you can have the most expensive fucking tree fucking tree i was expecting him to like haggle somebody to show that he could he's like a not necessarily to dupe his own son into spending this money but like i guess it i guess this does help show that like uh this is how he works it's a bit of a uh what's the word i'm looking for Uh, like a a psychological grip on his son (laughs) (laughs) how do they say it ah yes uh he will exploit his his son's weaknesses (laughs) Meanwhile back at the house grandpa tells some cock and bull stories to the kids about his life on the road he says i got, I found a turkey once and i brought it to home with us and i once got i once played santa claus cuz some guy was too drunk and that's right i was the president between 1972 and 1974 a lot of people don't know that i once i once you, stole the you're l- Gerald Ford he's yeah. like
0: eh, sure <laughs> I mean, who
1: was who was was really running the country that's the question kids that's right did you know that i invented the letter r that's (laughs) right it was me um this scene i also liked this scene i liked because you see how lovable the grandpa is and you see that you see that gerald rick rainey acknowledges that he is lovable so you get the idea of that Gerald McRaney is, and he like is smiling as these stories are being untold. So you get the sense that he's like, yeah, like this is why, this is what makes it hurtful, is that he's a good man and I love him. Yes. and he still left. Like it would be easy if he was just some deadbeat drunk. Like I could kick him out, and I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't regret it for a second. But like no, yeah, it's worse. It's, it's he's not a scumbag, but at the same time, like he is affable but you're just like but he's not he doesn't he he is it doesn't have the stones to like stick with people you know yeah. it's just the. he's the funny guy at the party but then when everybody goes away it's like oh he's kind of sad on the yeah. inside he doesn't know who he is I'm sorry, I'm talking about myself here. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. <laughs> like uh,
1: I'm sorry, I forgot where I was for a second. He's um, you know, he he looks back on like one specific moment in his life over and over again. And he's like if only I had just if I had just gotten back in the car. If I had just mm, and I just and I, he's he usually wears like a black shirt. He I think he hosts a podcast. With, like a crew uh, shirt and, yeah, like, he stopped he stopped podcasting for like a couple of months. But he and started back, back up for some reason. I don't. I don't know why. Uh, whatever. Uh, is our title? Is that what's? Uh, oh God! Let me I get back to my whittling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlie talks to Lori about their potential futures as well in San Francisco. They bring this up again, but Charlie also gives the business a chance after the kids go to bed. He says, "Look, I see what you're doing." you know you're gonna these kids are gonna fall in love with you because you're a lovable old yes. man
0: and then you're, you're gonna, just
1: gonna pull the same shit you're gonna leave and it's gonna be a bunch of bullshit I guess he's gonna be left holding the bag again me gerald McRaney, simon not simon simon <laughs> simon cut out a long time ago simon Now you're dealing not with here. simon you got simon all right <laughs> simon says you're gonna hurt simon not simon chance uh the next day as gerald McRaney goes off again to work chance makes hobo stew with the kids in a trash can yes i'm this assuming wasn't was washed. disgusting and yeah. appalling uh he has a big trash can over like an open fire and he's like now we're gonna dump in these <laughs> uh, the rack well the raccoon's already in there so we don't have to add that <laughs> The uh, pouring the cider vinegar and the and the whatever you got underneath the sink, that's fine. A little bit of ammonia for some kick. Uh, We've been fermenting, yeah, I've been fermenting this raccoon for a couple days. (laughs) Nice and meat, nice and gamey. So he just plops in a bunch of shit into a trash can and they make hobo stew. I I see you got a genuine leather belt that should go in there. (laughs) That'll be that'll cook up real nice. Charlie, meanwhile, is impressed, though, because the kids actually like the hobo stew. And he goes down to Chance, who's working in the wood shop as well, like father, like son, quietly yes. ignoring their families. And um, he's making something down there. But we don't know necessarily what it is. But Charlie is actually surprised. He's like, yeah, I usually can't get the kids to eat vegetables. But somehow this stupid Or dead hobo- raccoons. Or like a, a, a case of wild turkey as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Believe me, I've tried. Just yep. to get them to shut up. <laughs> I keep saying it's for their teeth, and they're like, We haven't, we have, we don't have right, we don't have we don't have baby that... teeth anymore. Drink and it's like it. just drink it, it'll help. Uh Andrew, were you disappointed that the dad was that grandpa was not continuing his um emotional manipulation by carving his own headstone? <laughs> <laughs> well i just i just needed a couple of the tools down I here just, just, I, just I just wanted to make, take it off i wanted to take it off your plate yeah i want to you know? make things easy on everybody now you don't have to think about my headstone when i die i know uh, uh be i'm soon just, i'm just gonna go ahead and put the, the death date in here just just to save some time i yeah. think i got a good idea what the year is gonna be when you turned away from me <laughs> All right. Yes. Thanks, Dad. Great. Yeah. I'll store this somewhere, I guess. Charlie also twists Chance's arm, however, to play Santa Claus at the hospital. I was so waiting for it, because we got it. We got the tee up. Yes.
0: There's you no way.
1: You troop. <laughs> There's no way. No way. I'm gonna play Santa. Claus. You're not gonna give me that Santa Claus costume. You're not gonna do it. It's not gonna happen. Why does he hate wearing this? He seems. To, he just says that he doesn't want to do it. I'll tell you but, why. More witnesses. You know, he was is, under the impression. He doesn't want to be a made man. He doesn't want to be ma- made. Right. I I was under the impression that dat that grandpa hobo was gonna be like, I'll never do that. I hate that. And then as soon as Gerald McRaney turned around, he'd be like, Oh, cool, fun. To yeah, be like he's like, Oh way no, you've got I hate being Santa Claus. And then I hate being adored the, by children. The and he's like, Oh, ho 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 <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Uh, You know, he's gotta be like Santa Claus. You know, he's like, oh, 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 mega city. Oh, oh, oh. at breakfast, Is, chance. Are any of you? Are any of you cancer victims? <laughs> <laughs> hungry, Bonnie, At breakfast, chance expounds, uh to Gerald McRainey because he takes him out to breakfast at a local diner, which. Did you get like a twinge of like, oh, I miss this like being in restaurants or being in diners like they were they were eating at the counter at a diner? Yes. And like I saw it and, you know, it's just one of those things that like, you know, it's just, see they have they have a greasy spoon diner and they're they're eating, you know, uh, biscuits and gravy sitting yeah. next to each other. And I was like, I like I feel I was a little bit of it's like, oh, Like there was that brief moment where I I did get legitimately sad. I was like, "Oh, we won't have this for a while." So let so let me get this straight, Andrew. There's a scene where a son who has not seen his father for years (laughs) decides to have a meal with him. Yes, and you were like, "Oh man!" And I go, "Adam and Eve on a log." Oh, 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 no biscuits and gravy for a while. (laughs) Yes your phone rings and it says I, dad and you're I like i didn't say that i'm a healthy individual but i'm it, oh, i was man. saying it affected me emotionally i didn't have to say why it did <laughs> they had she had the 80s she had the 86 those grits
0: oh man
1: yeah she said uh yeah i want to want to put them on a raft yeah uh chance expounds that he was laid off as a salesman and really couldn't take the shame of not working in his line of work anymore so the reason that he became a hobo was because he was he was again he was there every six months he was, he was on the board number one on the big board yeah on the board every six months he was selling toothpicks and crayons and whatever box cars and yes it's bindles, no sticks no that sticks. was another guy well, and then that, but then they had an automated thing that they were selling sticks and bindles at the same time, and it, and it was killed like, We the can't industry. compete with this, we can't compete with this. Uh, Chance says, Well, when he got laid off, he just felt the shame of it's like, here's a man who yes. dedicated his life to being a salesman that's what he yes. was, and now that didn't exist anymore. So, what does he do with himself? Well, the shame forced him that he couldn't be a provider for this family. So he decided to run away from it, To run, leave home, become a hobo. Yes. Gerald McGranny says, that's a load of shit because I was a steel worker in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh. Sorry. Cucamonga. Uh, Walla Walla Washington. I was a Pittsburgh steel worker. I got laid off, but... I got these goddamn kids. I got these goddamn kids <laughs> and grand <laughs> grandpapa's <Mima>. here now. <laughs> uh, and I got to take care of them. I didn't run away. But what the fuck? Charlie said he was just too prideful to realize he's like, you fucking idiot. You were just a, you, you suffered a the greatest skin of all pride. Yes. Uh, but chance says that he knew he's like, don't you think I realized that sending money home wasn't the same thing and that I was failing both of you. He's like, If I was prideful, I'd say I was doing a good job. Lord knows I wasn't. Yes. I'm just some fucking idiot. I'm sorry. I'm talking about myself again. (laughs) I need to stop doing that. At the children's hospital, Chance Dunn's, the Santa get up. And at first, he's resistant to it. But once he gets in front of the kids, like, he seems like he's, he's just an affable old man in there just doing yes. the thing. He seems he's nice. He's pointing at the kids. He's like, look at this kid's haircut. Would you lose? A, you lose a bet with a lawnmower. You lose a fight with a lawnmower. And, and then we like, cut to the kid and he's bald. Yeah, he's, he's like, like ah, get out of here. Push him out chemo. of the way. Look at this fatso. <laughs> Slow down. bring Don't bring him some figgy pudding. But he won't leave until he gets some. I'll tell you that I'll much. I'll tell you that. Hey, all right, who else we got? Who else we got? Who else we got? 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 Uh, yeah, he's working the crowd, he's doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, but he's good at it, so I don't know why he was resistant to it. Maybe he just felt uncomfortable, whatever. It would have made more sense if he was like, This is another way to to ingratiate myself. Back at the house, Chance tells Kathy the kid, the daughter that he's leaving the day after Christmas. But he also says, Hey, that Lori lady, you should get pops to marry her. All right. She's, she's a good egg. Yeah. Outside the mall, uh, Charlie, uh, went and bought him something for his dad. He's like, I don't know. He's got feet boots. Sure. (laughs) So that's how I buy stuff for my family that's, too. That's exact. I I was at, I was at book soup buying stuff for my nephew. And I was like, he's got eyes. He'll, yeah. he'll, he'll wear glasses. And they're like, I don't serve. Why are you getting prescription bifocals from us from a store? He needs yeah. his cheaters. All right. He's got to read and he can read, I guess just, I don't know, pick a book, whatever. This one looks fine. Tropic of Capricorn. Sounds great. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Drop <laughs> of cancer, sure. <laughs> naked lunch, love it. Well, uh, sure. Fine, eats, bring it up. He eats and he was he's been naked before. Yeah, he, he'll do Yeah, he'll know exactly what it is. Uh outside the mall, however, Charlie breaks down talking to Lori about the fact that he lost his job at the steel mill a handful of years ago. But when he was at the bar with a bunch of his former co-workers that also lost their jobs he looked in the mirror and he saw, said that he saw his father staring back at him and because he was proud <laughs> he of him he bummed a dollar off of me he he never said, paid uh, me back yeah the, the reflection was like i don't am good for it just yeah. come on got? buddy what do you got what do you got in there huh what you can't you're walking around with all that money look at you you got i look at i i, I got newspapers on my feet Look at I, you, i'm I, simon <laughs> look at you're simon but i'm yeah. simon I'm a reflection all your stuff's on the right side mine's on the left is that it's just give me a dollar it's crazy just give me a dollar it's like giving your it's like, you're, it's, like you're, it's like you're not you're not getting rid of the dollar you're yeah, keeping the dollar because you're going to Simon we're keeping it in the Simon family here <laughs> meanwhile his coworkers are like are you all right man they're like like, <laughs> they're like oh he's I think he's had enough he looked 10 30 a.m he's he's probably had enough to drink he's been here since four in the morning uh they uh, they look at it and they looked. He says he saw his father and he also got the urge right then and there to do the same thing that his father did: just pick up sticks and leave. Yeah, leave his family because he was also just as proud. He lost his job, but he didn't because he was like the. They, he they, said, they, "I feel bad." He said, "The children's services are a lot better at finding people." All right, maybe yeah. not in the '60s, <laughs> but nowadays they will. They'll, they'll get. They you. will find you. So he said. You know, I felt terrible because I lost my job. I needed to feel like a man again. I needed to exert my authority. So I became a cop and I just immediately started breaking up strikers, just uh, (laughs) running, running people out of town. There was, there was a, encamp. it's convenient because there was an encampment of people of homeless people Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: they were everyone that I kicked, I was seeing my father. So it was really, it really helped (laughs) me out. That's right. I, I put a, but I put like 10 fathers in a paddy wagon, just drive them out to the city limits. Don't yeah. even, not even slow down. Just hit the back of it and say, get out. They'd have to jump out the back. I said, anyways, say, you're not going to San Francisco, get, right? Happy father's day. Uh, So he cries, he cries to Lori. He says, I, now that my dad's back, I just want to open my heart again. I want to love again. Yeah. Uh, however, after his wife died, all right. Act three Charlie rick heads Flair's to the mission. Out there. What's that? rick Flair's out there. Did you hear that? Oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> it's out there on the big side of town in that yeah. big house. Charlie heads to the mission, and uh, no, i uh, sorry, Chance. Chance, yes, Chance heads to the mission after going to the mall with the kids to look for gifts, he's because chance goes to the mall with the kids and the kids say the Bobby wants a puppy. Kathy wants uh, she a player thinks, piano. Yes, yeah, she wants a player. She's like, "I'm." I, it hurts my fingers. I just want to hear the <laughs> piano music. I just want to hear I just hear, uh, <laughs> I just, yeah, just want to hear the entertainer over and over yeah. and over again. Just uh, nothing but Scott Joplin tunes. Uh No, she says that she thinks she wants a piano, but hasn't told anyone because her mother was teaching her how to play piano, but she hasn't played since her mother died. Right. Uh, They also decide to get into a photo booth and take some photos uh, for a gift for their father as well. But the kids don't know what to get pops. So grandpa suggests, uh, why don't we have a a good old-fashioned why don't we just have get another wife think about it maybe a Christmas, Christmas wife. wife I saw I an a guy. there's an ad in the paper you guys have to see it um, alright so uh, blah, 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 blah. they go to the mission and they decide to round up all of Chance's dirtbag hobo <laughs> friends and they're like you're going to come on over to the house you're going to cook us dinner mm-hmm. and you're going to eat there and if Andrew you don't, you, if you, you don't remember I'm telling I'm telling you that guy's okay. a cop and he's gonna run you in and I'm <laughs> fucking sure of it. Andrew, you remember uh, your third anniversary when you couldn't decide what to get your your girlfriend That's right and you're like I was oh, like she's now. got feet I boots, gonna- I guess. I'm gonna have all my dirtbag friends come over. <laughs> She'll love that. Yeah, just all my buddies. We just uh, we just play grab ass all night. <laughs> yeah, we just. I was like, aren't we having fun? Isn't, isn't this, this fun? the best anniversary ever? And then just silence as we're all working our like wood planes. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, do you want to hang out? I was like. No. <laughs> I'm making a bookshelf. Um Hey Mark, can I get a can I get some of those nails you got over there? No. Oh cool, cool. You don't hammer a single one. No. Uh no, they're going to come over and they're going to cook dinner and they're going to have a good old-fashioned family Christmas. It's going to be the yeah. hap, happy, hap, happiest uh, bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. Uh, but Cincinnati is also resistant because he's like, oh, family, you need, <laughs> don't need to do that in this economy. In this
0: economy, <laughs> the
1: blessing. Uh, but he also wants to bake pies, so that's what's bringing him along. He's, he wants right. to bake pies. And who doesn't? He's going to, he's like, how many windowsills they got? He's like, you're going to need to open up every window in the house. (laughs) Even the one in the attic. All right. I'm making a lot of pies. (laughs) Charlie. No, we did that. Uh, The hobos get ready for Christmas uh, morning at the Y. And while they open, while they open up gifts back at the house, grandpa gives all right. Grandpa gives Bobby a knife. All right. <laughs> this seems I, to be a trend. I texted Andrew and I was like, there's a surprise at about the hour mark. <laughs> and it's just Bobby is grandpa gives Bobby a fucking knife. Is this a thing that we is missed this a out thing on?
0: That, yeah. Or is I it never, us?
1: I never received a knife from grand, my grandparents. uh <laughs> at any Christmas, but in two consecutive movies, Grandpa just gives him a big, fat Bowie knife and he's like, here you go. (laughs) And that was the main plot, or one of the main plot points of Christmas Chronicles. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because, yes. Like, this is a Christmas thing that you give kids knives. Uh, Yeah, they love knives. Look, kids don't love knives. What kid do you know that doesn't love a knife? Name one. You can't. I can't. Every child yeah, loves a knife. It. And every child thinks of a knife for Christmas. That'll be what we're watching next week. The a Christmas kn- knife. A knife for Christmas. <laughs> uh, uh, Gramps gets a scarf and some work uh, gloves and a nice hat and some boots. Yes. Charlie goes to work uh, at the police station while the dirt bags show up and they cook Christmas dinner. Lori's yes. also there and she gives chance uh some kind of hard questions and she's like oh uh, yeah look man you're fucking with this guy all right and you're That's just my gonna, job. this is yeah, yeah. <laughs> take a hike all right there's some new <laughs> blood in town yeah uh she I'm gonna says, take this guy i'm gonna take this sad man for everything he's got all right if you fucking horn in on my scam you're a dead man all right i saw the gravestone downstairs <laughs> we're gonna move that death date up my friend i swear to god that little <laughs> Both of those kids are going to military camp. Then it's one, (laughs) then it's two months of a wonderful, happy marriage. Then this time next year, boom, he's dead. I got the money. That's right. I've got all of this. (laughs) She like points to a very tiny kitchen that they're cooking out of. Uh, She says, (laughs) he's like, you're, he's like, you're after them beans. (laughs) I'll see to it. It's it's a race. It's a race, and whoever's going to be the best man, get them beans. (laughs) Uh, She says, look, it's never too late to make amends and make reconnect. Yes. uh, Even though you think it is. And she says, maybe it's time to stop running, old man. And actually own up, and not be some layabout scumbag that uh, shows up and uh to, to asks of a lady if if uh, there is any firewood that they can chop up yeah and then they just steal the axe she's like i knew it was you i i remember i remembered your face the minute i saw it yeah for 15 years ago <laughs> i want that axe back <laughs> uh charlie shows up in a paddy wagon this so is charlie supposed to be like all right you lovable hobos i'm running y'all in no because he doesn't know that the group is there so he basically stole a a vehicle from work so he can lug the gifts back for his kids because he shows up with also i love that he's got sirens blaring like uh, like (laughs) exactly he's running red lights he's going like 95 through a residential (laughs) Uh, police uh, business, ma'am. Police yeah, business. Yeah, he's on, yeah, he's on the, he's on the bullhorn, like insulting people as he's driving by. <laughs> it's like police business. Also, lose some weight, fatty. Uh, he goes out to uh, to the house. He's brought gifts for Bobby and Kathy. He's got a dog. Turkey's puppy. supposed to be inside the house, ma'am. <laughs> Not walking around. Hey, got him, folks. All, All right. right. What else we got? Stay at the policeman's ball. Uh, <laughs> He um, he gives a puppy to Bobby, and then he's got a piano for Kathy. Yes, uh, but he also isn't terribly excited to see the hobo scumbags there. But I guess <laughs> it's fine because it's Christmas. Whatever. I wouldn't be either. You're like, oh, great, cool. How many of them used our shower? All of them. How great. many of them used the toilet? None of them. None of them. <laughs> <laughs> they found the coffee can out back and thought that was it. Great. At dinner, Chance gives Charlie his gift, which happens to be a woodcut. A oh, <laughs> Dad, how many knives do you have? <laughs> you can't find them all, son. I'll make, I've made sure of that. <laughs> At dinner, Chance gives Charlie his gift, which happens to be a woodcut scale model of the United States that has a trains that runs the length of it. Yes, very nice. Charlie gets emotional because he says a lot of families go used to go to the airport to watch planes take off. But when I was younger, our family would go to the train station to watch the trains leave. And he's like, I'm glad you remembered those moments. And he's like, "Uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. (laughs) That's. That's, that's why. why that's why I made it. It's not because I. This is all I do all day is ride these fucking things. It'd be like if you made a scale model of like a, the master control room. Yeah. This, and they're like, oh, I, I, you, you remember that we talk about this? Uh, talk about TV shows all the time, and you're like, yeah. Right. <laughs> you got it, boss. Chance convinces Kathy to play the piano with them, and they sing carols. And meanwhile, Charlie talks to Lori separately and tells her that he loves her. And then Lori tells him in return that she is turning down the job in San Francisco. She will die in this one horse town because she <laughs> happens to be dating Charlie. Yes. Excited. Right. We did it, everybody. Love wins. After Christmas, Chance tucks the kids into bed, gives him a smooch on the forehead, and tells Charlie he's ordered a cab for the morning. He's leaving. Charlie basically says, you're you're fucking coward, you coward. (laughs) And he's like, this is what you wanted. You didn't want me here. And he's like, yeah, but but I also want to yell at you. So I'm going to do both. Yeah. And I didn't even get a knife. Where's my knife? I got a stupid model train. Are you sure you said don't you think the kids should have gotten a train set? I am a grown man. I love knives, too. You see me (laughs) on that stupid workbench all the time. <clears throat> after Christmas, uh, so chance up and leaves in the morning. He's gone. But in the morning, after Christmas, the kids seem a little low energy. And Gerald McRaney's just sitting there drinking coffee and they're looking at the stupid model train, and he's like, All right, fuck it. Get your coats. <laughs> We're gonna go bust some heads. Fine. You're gonna fine. You can go be with your grandpa, be a hobo, see if I care. Uh, here's yes, here is a, a, a scarf. And fingerless gloves and a boot that is not attached to the sole that flops each time you yeah. take a step. Bobby's already got a knife. You kids are going to have to share that till you find another one. They go down to the train station and manage to find Chance before he's hopped a train to California. But the rest of the group is like, Train's leaving, Chance. What do you want to do? <laughs> Train's leaving, Chance. <laughs> Come on, Chance. <laughs> Think of all the windowsills we can go after. We can Money. fall asleep at Venice Beach. <laughs> Santa Monica Beach. Hermosa Beach. Pacific <laughs> Palisades. The and world's our oyster. We're going to eat so many beans in Hollywood, they won't know what hit them. We're going to go to Barney's Beanery on Melrose and be really disappointed. <laughs> What do you mean? No kidney beans. <laughs> that sign is flagrant false advertising. <laughs> this, this is stupid. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but chance is torn. He's got his buddies that he's been playing grab ass with for the past 20 yeah. years, but he's this got his family makes, right here. This scene makes no sense. Like, Your son and your grandkids are like, hey, we'd like it if you stayed with us. And meanwhile, (laughs) like most terrifying old man ever is like, get on a train with me. We gotta go. And we're supposed (laughs) to think like, boy, what a tough, what a tough decision. Well, we don't necessarily see it like Cincinnati's character isn't necessarily like brought up, but like from a certain perspective it's like cincinnati represents the open road the thing that he's been going to all this time but also like you know these are all just lonely men that have somehow come together in some kind of like makeshift family yes but it's their own doing like that's the other thing too they aren't necessarily thrown into these situations like uh, say uh military vet that has come back from the war with right. post-traumatic stress disorder that has been left to his own devices because uh the system has failed him and now he's homeless and has mental health issues and doesn't really have anywhere to go these men chose themselves to leave families they already had to run away from their problems yes all right I kind of wish they had brought the whole gang and had a more extended family with through Cincinnati, but Cincinnati's like, all right, I guess I'm going to go eat beans by myself in Los Angeles (laughs) because at the end of it all, Gerald McRaney says, the kids want you to stay. I I want want you to stay." stay. And this is what sways chance to stay. He says, I'm going to stay here. Charlie says, or chance says goodbye to Cincinnati, gives him a scarf. And he says goodbye to the group. And then he goes home with his now new old family. And that's the end of The Christmas Hobo. Mark, what did you think of this film? Andrew, I actually really liked this movie. I actually thought it was really good. Um, The stuff about like, Hating someone because hating someone because you love them and they left is like a, it's a nuanced look at like this. I don't know the the father son relationship that I was not expecting from this movie. Right. Um, I thought that Grandpa Hobo was very lovable. I thought that a lot of the problems or a lot of the problems were relatable, understandable. Um, you know, everybody's love of beans, obviously, okay. <laughs> like we all obviously, understand yeah, I mean, this is something we can all relate to. Um, but also like it was a Christmas movie that was like, it had a lot of surprises in it for me. Um, and I thought that like Gerald McRaney was really great in it. Um, you know, do I wish that like the girlfriend had more to do than be, than turn down a good job <laughs> to be with? An emotionally stunted man like uh, yeah I I do wish that but I don't know it was a movie TV movie in the in 1987 like what what do you expect I expect more more beans all right what did you think Andrew I liked it I liked the performances I thought uh uh uh, Bernard uh, Shaw no what's his name George Bernard Shaw George Bernard Shaw Bernard Hughes is very good in this role. Uh, there's a way to play this character that would seem silly or overwrought brings the right amount of like lightness to it. But also you can tell that like, he's dealing with some shit. Gerald McRaney is a good, uh, it's just good damn. He's a good stick in the mud. He's just like, he's, he's every, it's like your, your in-laws uncle that like shows up to the party and is just very uncomfortable around everybody but you know it's like again that's his thing he likes to go to the wood shop and just do that just be by himself just leave. yeah just he's in the, he's doing his thing but here he is showing a little bit of emotional range he's very broken up about it but he's he's you know he's closed off and he has a right to be closed off his dad left and now he's back and now hurts. he's back what's he supposed to do uh i and they you know, give the kid a knife so i like that so that was good too not that not, not too many twists and turns but i the performances were good i a lot of the faces that we saw in this movie were you know you never you never ran into a situation where you're just like oh i hate this character or i don't like this character uh is it worth a, a watch would you recommend it to people yeah i think i definitely would i think it's definitely a perfectly good like Middle of the plate, uh, or you know, right over the plate. Uh, just Christmas movie. I think See, it's under. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, because like, my my thing is is to compare something like the Christmas hobo, which is like uh, you know Bernard Hughes being affable and likable to uh, the the man from left field. Now imagine gosh, if, I'm if imagine if it was.
0: Here's your knife.
1: <laughs> that's that would be completely different, and that's yeah. a way that this could have gone, where it's just crop, But like, you need this. You need the the, de- well, the grandpa character to play it light, because there is like a sadness behind the hobo lifestyle. But also, like, I don't think that's a. Th- it wasn't a thing in the 80s. Like no. this, is, it seems like this is a thing that was in the 50s. Yes. I maintain that this was not a thing anymore where you're like jumping onto box cars, you're riding the rails and you're just like, where are these wide open box cars? I don't understand this. Like, yeah, the gentleman, the gentleman scamp, the gentleman hobo. That's like, you know, they're not looking for trouble. They're not into boozing or being carousing, getting into, they're just like, they just want to move from town to town, do work and live the way they live. That's all they want to do. Yes. It was a very like romantic uh, interpretation of the like hobo of the 1930s and 40s was yes. my take on it, and it was like, what if they were still around? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Because there's a reason that they chose he's a hobo and not an unhoused person. Right, he's not homeless. He's it's self selected. He decided yes. to do this, and you know he and rides he the rails. It. He's he's this is the thing he does. They're like they know where the Christmas trees are going to get sold, so they're that's where they're going. They're going to do yes. this. They're working this. They pick up odd jobs. Yeah, they're not they, grifters. They, they're not they're the, stealing. They're the, they're the gig economy. That's <laughs> An what the, Uber driver for Christmas. Yeah, the the, the new hobo is, is the, uh, the independent contractor. Yeah. Folks, we're making, look, we're making, we're saying things here. All right. All right, deal with it. Uh, I would recommend it as well. I thought it was good. Uh, I thought it was a fun Christmas movie. It uh, ran by 90 minutes. Good performances uh, and... You want some comfort food to just eat and enjoy? We are leaving beans? one thing out. Yes, go um, ahead. In the back, uh, yes. <laughs> the uh, the girlfriend character does remark several times about how she understands that Gerald McRaney, uh, how he got to be so good with his wood. Okay. uh from All her right. from his father she, right. says okay. she says this she says this repeatedly right. and that's why i texted you <laughs> and was like this movie is weirdly sexual in the uh in the pre the pre-meeting i asked you not to make this well you, uh, he, he went ahead and did it anyway uh he was yeah he was good with his wood that's for sure they were smooching a lot of smooching in this. yeah smooching on that big mustache <laughs> what a dream <laughs> <laughs> Mm, you smell like hobo soup and mustache Mm. uh andrew what are we watching next time mark it's the week of christmas next week so that means that we are watching a beloved classic Uh uh-huh a very often asked for christmas uh, uh i i don't want to say a crown jewel of of christmas movies but i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's this is something this is it's been a long time coming mm-hmm. and it's now here okay from 2005 <laughs> we will be watching the hallmark channels meet the santas oh wow what do you do? Nixon in distribution. This Christmas. I'm Santa Claus, remember? Meet the in laws. We heard a rumor that somebody's getting married. Named Claus. Is he going to make
0: a habit of doing this? Disappearing in the middle of dinner and staying out all
1: night? Steve Gutenberg. Ho, ho, ho. Hiya, sweetheart. Crystal Bernard. We're actually going to be married. A Hallmark Channel movie. Meet the Santas. On Hallmark Channel. The Heart of Christmas. I tracked it down. I found it. The tale can now was, be told. It was hiding in a dumpster. I went and I was like, I went down to the the, tr- the rail yard and I yeah. said, "You boys seen meet the Santas? <laughs> Ain't never heard of them." Yeah, they didn't. They just. And didn't we look don't up. talk to cops. Said I'm no cop, just a concerned citizen trying to find a home for this thing. <laughs> We, I, I just need to ask it some questions. Uh, yeah, maybe I saw it, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Well, if you if you boys see anything else, you know where to find me. I think he was jumping on the uh, Northwestern, headed up to Sac- <laughs> Sacramento. Why don't you go look for him in a sack town? Big laugh. I'll find him. I know I will. <laughs> That's right. It's Meet the Santas, the sequel to a single Santa seeks Mrs. Claus, Mrs. Claus. which we watched last year and had a lot of questions about. <laughs> so I don't know if we're going to have more questions. Yeah, we didn't want any of them answered. I <laughs> just had questions. The gang is back. Steve Gutenberg. Crystal Bernard. Crystal Bernard.
0: Harvey Mega Frost.
1: Harvey Frost. <laughs> mega city one i i if there isn't a (laughs) follow-up to to fucking mega city i am gonna lose my mind i would love it if they were like it's mega city 64 it's like what it's 2005 what these (laughs) people are insane still making nintendo 64 games But that's for next time here on television movie night. Uh, If you'd like to listen to past episodes on your Christmas holiday break, uh, sitting in your house by yourself, because nobody's traveling for a goddamn thing this year. That is, you can listen to us at soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV movie night. You can email us at TV movie night podcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us and subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a review there. It helps us out greatly you can listen to us and subscribe to us on uh spotify uh which that just goes right to your phone it's great love spotify and you can listen to us on stitcher 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 which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone all that information and more soundcloud.com forward slash tv movie night podcast mark is there anything else andrew i got you a special christmas gift oh boy what is what? it let me just open it up right here in front of you. Oh, oh. that's right. <gasps> beans. Oh, it's just what I asked for. You but did I better test them first. No, no. Oh no, well, <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> them's good beans.
1: <laughs> Those are my beans. I know what's gonna happen. Oh. Oh. All right. Well, that's all right. I have my own can of beans. Oh.
0: Beans.